Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. The Super Bowl is literally the Super Bowl of advertising. The 2015 Super Bowl broadcast drew a record-breaking TV audience of 114.4 million viewers. It's since dropped a bit to 98.2 million viewers as of 2019, but still, there is no other United States televised event that even comes close to the drawing power of the big game, making it the ultimate platform for advertisers to pitch their pickup trucks, beer, and misogynist web hosting services. Exactly how much is it worth to them? Up to $5.6 million. That's the highest going rate for a single 30-second commercial during 2020's Super Bowl 54 broadcast on Fox. But $5 million is only the tip of the iceberg. Most Super Bowl advertisers drain their budgets on CGI talking animals and big-name celebrity endorsements, making the real cost of producing a Super Bowl ad closer to $30 million. But how is it possible that spending $30 million in 30 seconds is a brilliant marketing plan? For that price, you could buy 60 commercials at $500,000 a pop during the highest-rated shows on television. Does the Super Bowl offer a super return on investment that can't be matched by mere mortal TV broadcasts? There's some serious math involved in answering that question. Marketing professors Wesley Hartman of the Stanford Graduate School of Business and Daniel Clapper of Berlin's Humboldt University conducted an in-depth economic analysis of the return on investment of Super Bowl ads— And their results seem to confirm what Madison Avenue has been selling for years. Super Bowl ads deliver a significant boost in revenue, between 10 to 15% per household in the eight weeks following the broadcast. That's an ROI of 150 to 170%. Hartman and Clapper focused their research on beer and soda brands that advertised during multiple Super Bowls. The researchers compared TV ratings information from more than 50 U.S. markets with detailed beer and soda sales data from stores in those same geographical areas. When Budweiser and Pepsi ran ads during the Super Bowl, it was like dropping a fat stone in a pond, with the ripple effect boosting sales for weeks to come. Some Super Bowl advertisers don't even have to wait for the ripple effect. Remember GoDaddy.com, the aforementioned controversial web hosting company? The Monday after running its 2012 Super Bowl ad, in which a supermodel kisses a nerd, GoDaddy.com recorded its best sales day ever. So, case closed. $5 million or even $30 million on 30 seconds is money well spent. Ah, if it were only that simple. Like all good stories, this one has a twist. It turns out that the Super Bowl boost only goes into effect if a single beer or soda brand advertises during the game. If a competitor also places an ad, those gains become losses. The researchers call it a classic prisoner's dilemma. Here's how it works. If, for example, both Coke and Pepsi do not advertise during the Super Bowl, they will both still earn over a billion dollars in profit over the eight weeks following the game. If either Coke or Pepsi advertises, but not both, the brand that advertises gets a 27 million bump in profit. But if both Coke and Pepsi advertise during the same game, each brand earns $80 million less than if they hadn't advertised at all. So, to advertise or not to advertise. According to Hartman and Clapper's calculations, for industries with just two or three major players, you might get a better payoff by sitting out the Super Bowl. But again, their research focused exclusively on beer and soda, not trucks, insurance, shoes, restaurants, and all the other stuff peddled during the Super Bowl. And let's not forget that advertising is not just about immediate boosts in revenue. It's also about brand recognition. There's no bigger stage to debut your brand than the Super Bowl. 
In a 2014 survey, 78% of Americans said that they looked forward to the Super Bowl more for the commercials than for the actual football game. The ads not only play during the game, but are reposted online and shared via social media. A great Super Bowl ad really can make your brand, and a bad one can break it. Let's take a moment to appreciate arguably the worst Super Bowl commercial ever. In 1999, the startup shoe retailer Just for Feet hired ad agency Satachi and Satachi to produce an unforgettable spot for the big game. And that's exactly what they did. The commercial, which depicts four white guys in a Humvee hunting down and drugging an African barefoot runner and then fitting his unconscious body with shoes, which he hates, is certainly unforgettable. Just for Feet ended up suing Satachi and Satachi for $10 million and then filing for bankruptcy a few months later. While the discovery of accounting fraud was the main reason, you can bet that Super Bowl ad didn't help the bottom line. And that's quite a return on investment. Today's episode was written by Dave Ruse and produced by Tyler Klang. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other super topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. And for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. <laughs> 